Oh my god, it's Troll 2. You're late. I'm sorry we had a small mishap. Here are the keys. Um, here are ours. Have a nice stay in Milbar. And you in our city. Still telling the same story, Josh? of evil are very strong here. I must leave. Goblins don't exist. Goblins don't exist. And remember, video segment to take you into the back shelves of your local video store, back where it says horror videos, and where kids are devouring some awful films that we call the video nasties. Are you freebasing inquiring minds want to know? I have to break free from this culture of mechanical reproductions and the thick incrustations dying on the surface. What the prime time gets. Welcome to the It Slays Podcast. I'm your humble host, Rowan. And it's an actual troll, Mike. And I'm your special guest turned co-host, Colton. And we are here on this lovely day. Uh, it's September 29th, but you guys are getting this uh, in October. We're just, we're trying to be uh, the opposite of procrastination. I don't know what that is, because I've never been it in my life. Absolutely Efficient, not. proactive, <laughs> efficient. <laughs> All the things that I do not associate with any of those. Anyway. So, as you heard from the blurb at the beginning, we are doing 1990s 
Troll 2. What a way to kick off Oct Horror Fest. The only way to kick off Oct Horror Fest. Period. <laughs> Directed by Drake Floyd or Claudio Fragasso or however Italian you want to say that name. I like Drake Floyd. It sounds like uh, the guy from Uncharted. Yeah, it's, it's close. I can't yeah, believe that you're not taking this opportunity to like roll all your R's and... <laughs> I wish I could roll my ass. Spice it up. Class up the joint, yeah. So let's get to uh, the awkwardness that is that intro. And you're like, who is this uh, new co-host? Even though if we've been listening to all the other episodes, he's been in like a whole bunch of them. Yeah, like like formally, like three full episodes. And then, I don't know, like two or three movie house horror episodes within the last month. So I'd, I would expect most listeners are sick of hearing from me by now <laughs> well we have a treat for them <laughs> we, we don't like to comment on our listeners intelligence but if you haven't <laughs> figured it out yet colton is a permanent fixture now yay Woo! as we record this i haven't put up uh dare bunker yet it will be going up before this so colton hasn't listened to it and doesn't know that Exilia did explain that she's dropping down to one episode oh, okay. a month, but we did not say why, what was going to be the change. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. yeah, this is the surprise. Yeah, so I guess with, yeah, with Exilia taking, like, a little bit of a step back, I'm coming in to kind of, like, fulfill the other episode a month, I guess. I mean, other than for October, of course, where I feel like, I don't know, most of us are recording something almost every week. But, yeah, you know, most months going forward, I'll be on. One episode-ish a month, you know? We'll see how things go, depending on if we want to continue doing the Movie House Horror series or what. But, yeah, I know I'm happy to be here and happy to be part of the team. We are very excited. Mike's big smile so, tells yeah, me he's excited. No, it's, it's, it's very exciting. I, uh, I'm into it. Uh, <laughs> obviously, I have conscripted you against your will before so i'm happy <laughs> that i didn't have oh my god I, i'm i'm very happy that i didn't have to uh twist your fucking arm for this <laughs> well i'm happy you guys are still extending the offer after i chose troll 2 for this evening so <laughs> i uh yeah i mean if people don't know what the process we deserve it honestly after the leprechaun thing we deserve it <laughs> yeah we we probably do and if people are interested in the behind the scenes there's basically a big process where we had a lot of ads and a lot of papers. We were looking for someone, and uh, I guess Colton was just the only one dumb enough to apply for the job. <laughs> I was like the third or fourth choice, yeah. yeah very intensive interview process. I, uh, Yeah, the, the, our first choice uh, was the guy that played the Reverend in this movie, but he was unavailable. Mm. Oh, yeah, that guy's excellent. Great eyebrows. <laughs> amazing eyebrows oh, yes we were big fans of the brows <laughs> let's uh let's get right into it let's start with that that delicious bio colton this is your choice so uh hit us yeah so troll 2 it's uh it's about a vacationing family discovers that the entire town they're visiting is inhabited by goblins disguised as humans who plan to eat them but basically the most important thing to know about troll 2 is that there's actually no trolls in the movie <laughs> It's all goblins, but uh, yeah, it's just, I think it's a blast, but yeah, that's what it's basically about. Uh, well, before we get into, you know, the, the praise, the unanimous slays, all that kind of, of course, stuff, yes. 
Uh, let's talk about our first experiences with this film. Is this your first time seeing it? Or even your experiences with the Troll franchise? I think it's safe to say this is one of the the heftier franchises in the biz. Oh, of course. This is a this is a pillar of <laughs> iconic horror uh, franchises. Well, let's start uh let's start with you, Mike. Well, um believe it or not, despite my vast knowledge of them, I have never before watching it for this podcast seen a troll movie. <laughs> so this is my first. Um my cherries popped. It exploded it's made a mess everywhere like, it was green i'm sure all over there was my green cherry is all over the wall like um we're currently making juice out of it like it's it's good to go and you know, we're gonna feed it to somebody and then it's gonna bleed out of their skull and it's gonna be a whole thing and it's Yikes. sort of gonna like be this recycled yeah it's, so that's that that was i literally have never even seen one minute of a troll movie before this i don't know how um, in all my years of watching bad movies, uh, <laughs> I somehow managed to avoid it. So this was a this was a real treat. Uh, I don't know about y'all. Well, I'll go next because, like Mike, I have zero experience. I've so I've never seen the first one. Uh, I was very surprised to know that there were, I think there's like five of these, four or five of them. When I was looking up on Wikipedia, uh, I was, I'm sure they they just get better and better as they go. But yeah, I. This is kind of a notorious bad movie. Yeah. So it's always kind of been on my list. Uh, a funny antidote is I noticed uh, Colton on Twitter had posted about like a scary scene. Yeah. From, yeah, yeah. from a, a film. And mm-hmm. when I saw you post the screenshot from this, I didn't know it was from this. No. And I, and I was like, oh man, whatever that is looks really cool. Like something I'd really be into. I was like, that's kind of oh, creepy. Oh yeah, it, it's looking. very spooky. <laughs> and then I realized it's from this. And I'm, it made it that much better. I was like, yeah, great contribution. But yeah, I have, I have zero experience with this. How about you, Colton? Yeah, I I first heard of this whenever the documentary Best Worst Movie came out. So Because it's a documentary from Joshua in the movie. So he makes a documentary about Troll 2. And it was awesome. Like, I watched it and I loved the documentary. And this was probably back in, like, feels like maybe 2013, 2014 when I watched it. Yeah. Um, and literally, when I finished watching the documentary with my roommate at the time, we just were like, we get, now we got to actually watch Troll 2. So we threw it on. We, like, absolutely, like, we're dying laughing the entire movie. And it's just kind of become a little bit of, like, a meme in my friend group. Like, we've all seen Troll 2. Um, a friend of mine, he's been watching <laughs> Troll 2 ever since he's been, like, a kid he's seen it like dozens and dozens and dozens of times so yeah no i've seen troll 2 many a time last of which was last night with like a group of four or five of us in discord so yes uh i've seen it before haven't seen any of the other movies though Uh, from what i understand (laughs) troll one and three have absolutely nothing to do with this movie the first movie the main character's name is harry potter which is a pretty interesting little detail (laughs) but no i haven't seen anything else but this one that yeah i was gonna say like having watched this now i could really see this like being a movie that someone would see like from renting at a video store and like having some sort of nostalgia because i'm surprised i've never seen this this is something i would totally rent like when i was a kid yeah especially like with the terrible uh like uh 
artwork on the front of like the VHS and stuff. Like it just yeah. looks god awful. It's something that you would definitely just pluck off a shelf, right? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. That's that's what I found to be like just burned in my memory of this, even though I'd never actually seen any of them. It was that the various ones in it, of course, especially the first couple, um, were like video store shelf staples. No matter where you went, some like gas station out in the middle of nowhere, if they had like a wall with like rentals on it, you would see one of the troll movies there, right? So it was like one of those things that was always there beckoning, but just somehow was always out of reach. <laughs> uh well, I mean, I think we should get right into it. Favorite scene, and I wanna go first, because I'm really scared one of you guys are gonna steal All right, my, go for it. my favorite scene. So my favorite scene is um we're kinda we're set in the woods and then the like a a ballad sung by Justin Timberlake, and it's it's really amazing. <laughs> and and then I was like, oh wait a second, I've got the wrong troll movie on. Oh uh, uh, God, I was wondering where that was going. Bad joke, bad joke. Uh, no, this is gonna be funny. Is my favorite scene in this movie is from my antidote that car scene where mm. they do the turnaround. I thought that was pretty it was pretty good. I th- I really enjoyed the uh the the makeup of the the troll that for some reason doesn't look like anyone else. That's my favorite too. It's my picture on Discord. <laughs> I love that troll. <laughs> oh my god. His eyes just like bulging out. It's kind of yeah. weird cuz he kind of yeah. looks like um like shrunken heads from like goosebumps or something, but Absolutely. just like elongated. Uh, so basically, any scene with that guy in it is my all time favorite scene. This whole movie might be my favorite scene. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, that's the thing with me. Like, I have a hard time picking just one scene because when I go over it, like, like this is the type of movie when I watch it that I find every single scene interesting because I'm either like being like, why are they acting that way? Or why is this written this way? Or like, what the hell is going on with this corn on the cob? Like I have all these questions oh my God. The entire Thank time you. Thank you. as I'm watching it. Um, I, I would probably go with almost any scene with grandpa Seth is my favorite because he's just always like smiling. And at the end, when he says something along the lines of like, here, take this. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna use this fire extinguisher to cause some confusion. And he hands Joshua a Molotov cocktail. I I like lose it every single time because he's just like, first of all, you're giving like your grandkid a Molotov, and then second of all, what are you gonna do with the fire extinguisher? There's just like that that whole little sequence where like they talk about how he knew some guy in hell and he got this spell from where he can cast lightning and shit like. Also, if you haven't seen Troll 2, like, this movie sounds bonkers, and it absolutely is. It's just it absolutely is, yeah. crazy. But, yeah, anything with Grandpa Seth, especially, like, the lightning throwing and stuff near the end, that, that's awesome, I think. I, it cracks me up every single time. Grandpa Seth is the man. Yes. How about you, Mike? Favorite scene? Um, first of all, I just want to say, uh, speaking of Grandpa Seth, when I started watching it, I didn't know anything about the plots of the movies. And I was like, why is everybody always so, like, you know, in all of my years, you know, it's always just been, like, Troll 2, right? Is, like, the one to watch. And I was like, why does nobody ever talk about, like, Troll 1 or Troll 3 or Troll 7 or whatever? And I was watching it and, you know, I was just like, okay, so maybe the grandpa, like, survived the first movie. So, like, the whole movie, I was, like, waiting for them to explain (laughs) 
how how like like because usually even when it's the sequel carries on the plot like just in case they'll always give callbacks or like have a moment of like exposition you know saying like oh this happened 10 years ago or whatever or like you know 50 years ago and there was never anything like that i was just watching it like with my jaw open like just waiting and it didn't happen and then i fucking googled it and i was like oh because it's not even like a troll movie it's just no <laughs> and of course then that explained why i was like why do they keep calling them goblins <laughs> right? so the whole i just it's so funny like talking about the grandpa because all i can think about is like they really missed out on making troll one about him or making the next movie not his origin story oh yeah i I want like the i want the grandpa seth like netflix series or something just explain how he's the sorcerer yeah that's what it would be you'd get your you know your movie or a mini series or something or you know netflix thing like you know giving him an origin story and i i actually kind of am very pissed that it took you know that they made it like 30 years ago or whatever because <laughs> we're never going to get that or maybe we will but it won't be the same guy playing him so I'll, also joshua know. quick sing that song i love so much and they all start singing <laughs> oh my god she's like oh yeah like oh what's that song um anyway sorry i just had to throw that out there because yeah like i was literally just sitting there waiting the whole movie with like my pen over my notepad like Okay, when are they going <laughs> to... Where, where's his origin? Like, how are they going to link it? Anyway. Um, so my favorite scene, I was torn between two. One, when it happened, I said... I actually wrote, like, put a star next to it. Star, favorite scene, and made mm-hmm. a little note about it. And it was the first scene where they go into that, like, um, the uh, Credence's, like, witch... Oh, church, the, the house that church, looks like a church. The church house, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I kept waiting because I was like, oh my god, like, they shapeshifted into this, like, you know, sultry girl to, like, get him to, you know, like, to lure him in or whatever. And yeah. so I thought the Credence was going to be like, oh, I'm the, you know, good witch who's going to help you, like, defeat the trolls or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when they, she her started melting, I was like, oh, she's going to turn into a troll, and she never did. But I just thought that whole scene was, like, kind of really well done. And also I was like, Credence is a fucking serve. Like she is serving looks. She is serving horrific acting that oh I'm my in God, love with. So over the right? top. It's so over the top. And it, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. This whole movie, I was just kind of like, ho hum, like just watching it, making notes. And then as soon as she came on, I was like, this is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> this is where it gets good. This is this is me. This is my kind of bad movie. You you want the Credence uh, miniseries? Right, exactly. I want I want I want the Grandpa origin series, and I want Credence. But um, then my very next note was two stars, and I went, no, this is my favorite scene, <laughs> and it was the dance scene. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, yep, nope. Credence was serving it, and now this sister is serving it. They With her Garfield shirt on. And her gar- that yeah. Garfield shirt that I'm obsessed with. I <laughs> went so far as I actually, there was about five minutes of the movie that I didn't watch after that. Because yeah. it was playing, but I was on my phone, tr- like, Googling, like, a way to get Garfield shirts like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, by the way, I found a couple. We'll see what happens. Um, nice. I wanted a Taurus one. But yeah, so then that happened, and I'm like, the two of them, it happens very close together. So I'll say that whole, like, um, movement from the... Credence's introduction Credence's to the dance. House yeah. To, yeah, that 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 little um, 
overture was <laughs> my favorite section of the movie. Put it that way. If if maybe we could do some sort of uh, mashup where we get uh, the trolls universe and like the Friday the Thirteenth universe, we get her and Crispin <gasps> Glover together. Yeah, little dance and um, what's her face? Violet doing the robot. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, this needs to happen. Video editors, <laughs> DM this to me on Twitter. We I'll gotta get, get Jesse. Gotta yeah. get Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's a good dance too. I'm now thinking of what, but set to like a modern song, something like hyper pop, like Charlie XCX or something, right? Just exactly, yeah. just living it. I I do uh, want to say I was really enjoying. Maybe you guys can clear it up for me. Mm-hmm. So Grandpa Seth. Yes. Is he supposed to have a body or was he a floating head in the mirror? Because uh, well, I, I thought it was a just, bit of his body. I was like filmed poorly. But. Yeah. I was like, is it just filmed really bad? Because he's yeah. obviously wearing like all black. I can't yeah. believe you would even ask that question. Like, <laughs> If you're watching this and going, is this X or the why is is it film bad it's like that's obviously the answer i'm gonna blow your mind too at the end when grandpa seth's there and he's putting his hands on the stone and they're not on the stone whatsoever and then he vanishes he's not actually there either rowan it was a trick man (laughs) my mind is blown now i can i can't believe this yeah How uh, how did this not win like oscars well i think the director was thinking it would like He's kind of like rewrote history now and, and believes it was always supposed to be silly. But like, if you watch that documentary, it's very much like it wasn't supposed to be silly when he was making it. It's just they fell like flat on their face. That's 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 the like legendary um, it game cult status. So now yes. we can be like, oh, yeah, we totally meant this like tongue in cheek. Like, did you? A hundred percent. To quote somebody very wise. Sure, Dan. (laughs) Here's one of my things. So probably like the first 10 minutes. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention hard enough, but I have like no idea how any of this came about. Like I kind of got like we got this whole introduction to the as we said, they're not actually trolls. They're like goblins. Yes. But then like the next thing, like. I don't remember them having any conversation that all of a sudden they're doing like this family swap. Like, yeah. I, so, I, so what happens is, is like the movie, it just opens up and wastes absolutely no time. It's just like it's, it opens and Peter starts running through the woods and grandpa Seth is basically reading a book, like telling uh, Joshua a bedtime story that's, you know, scary and about goblins. So basically he kind of like intrudes in the story a couple of times as it's being told to him. And then once that little section finishes and you know, that banger, troll 2 soundtrack comes on as the oh goblins are running through after peter um it just kind of cuts back to joshua and he's going to bed i think he like asks someone if goblins are real and, and that's literally just like it's really stupid like the wife goes downstairs and they're like oh we're swapping with the other family tomorrow because of course that's what all families do <laughs> just randomly swap with other families so yeah there's not much of a like, setup it's not even like a key party where you're like swapping spouses it's like Here's the keys to my house. Have at her. And they're like, oh, yeah, we've got all the amenities. Like, we have a microwave and cable and a pool. And it's like, girl, and you're just, like, handing off your keys and going out, like, 
in the friggin' boonies. Like, okay. <laughs> Understood. I like this Mike revisioning of Troll 2 done like Kubrick, eyes wide shut. Oh my god, just like oh, Horny Troll 2. <laughs> horny Troll 2 is gonna be my new nickname. Wait, wait, wait. There, There's already enough horniness in Troll 2. You got Elliot and his boys, and they're all there all the time. True. And then you have... We uh, have Credence. Credence, yeah. And you have, I mean, the popcorn scene, which we cannot end this review without talking about the popcorn oh, scene. Yes, Because yeah. that is the most sensuous scene I think I've ever seen on film. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know if I've ever, uh shared a moment with a corn on the cob oh my god where they wedge it in between when they wedge it in between both of them and they're like both eating it and then it's like well let's turn up the heat and then popcorn starts flying all over them oh my god it's it's perfection cinematic perfection i know my dirty mind and i know for sure mike's dirty mind went there i i'm gonna argue that isn't the most sensual scene oh all right let's go Troll 2 tried to pull a quick one on us where we get a, like, 10-second clip of uh, these boys hanging out in their camper, Mm -hmm. which is another plot point that I had no idea what was going on. These guys are just randomly in a camper. They were following Holly and her family. Come on, Rowan, keep up. Jeez. I mean, I I was just like, I obviously wasn't paying good enough attention, because I'm just like, what the hell is it? Like, why are these guys in the, like ahead of them they're not even following them they're like well that, that's a funny part too yeah where they're just ahead, ahead of them already. yeah but so one of the scenes in the cabin like two of the boys are just like naked or like, at least half naked in bed just like laying together and sleeping mm-hmm. but like it's not nothing's mentioned it's just they're, like there's a key cutaway too it's one of the first times when elliot and the boys they're like outside the rv and it's a really weird cut it's after holly flips them off uh, Elliot turns to his closest friend and it looks like he's going to kiss him, but it cuts away like as soon as he turns. And like, obviously you wouldn't notice this on first watch, but after I've seen this movie like a dozen times, Multiple there's times. a lot, there's a lot of homoerotic energy between Elliot and his boys. That's for sure. Yeah. But, and it's, this, this was one of my like underlined notes. Yeah. Um, right at the beginning when he first gets introduced, she's like calling him gay. Yeah. <laughs> or no, he says, you're going to turn me gay. No, yeah, are she, you trying to turn me into a homo when she kicks him in the nuts? Yeah, knees him in the nuts. Yeah, because he, he's talking about how he has like urges that need to be relieved or whatever. Yeah, and then and then you know they're outside like, you know, the window. window yeah, watching. They're tied. She. They're just like talking about how it's like stop spending so much time with your boys. Mm-hmm. You know, dad thinks that you're gay and <laughs> hates you and. <laughs> surprise dad i am yeah it's such a strange (laughs) plot point because she's literally like i want you to be a loser and have no friends so i can date you if you have friends that's a deal breaker for me it's so strange as i said i was watching i saw a couple of those hints and i said what a perfect moment for me to bring back mike's favorite made-up word of homoerotic. oh my god i have that in my phone i i i i want to start a blog called Homoeroticine. <laughs> <laughs> or like a YouTube channel or something. It needs to be something. A Twitter account. So uh, I think we left off uh, before Mike's accident with uh, the award-winning acting of the father. Oh my god. Yes. Were, were we talking about the father? He he is awesome. I love him in this movie. Uh, he auditioned just for an extra and got the main the main role. <laughs> He's a dentist. Um, he has no acting experience. 
Um, oh, he's actually a dentist. Yeah, he's actually a dentist. Oh, okay, in real I life. thought you yeah, just a film. A I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. He's just a dentist. Um, that one scene where he talks about his hunger pains and you can't piss on hospitality, <laughs> and then goes into like this speech about how when he was a kid he experienced hunger and he was hungry. Oh my god, it's just it's magnificent. It's it's. Something. I didn't know. I didn't know what to think about that scene, so I had a lot of a lot of issues. So first, first when he's carrying the son over his shoulder, yeah, and they're like, they're just like hit him, and I was just like, boy, this is. But then, yeah, he was like talking about like whatever he talked about because he said something about like pee or piss on or something. Yeah, he he says he like I'm gonna tighten my belt buckle by one loop so I don't feel hunger pains. And it's like, you can't piss on hospitality is the line. You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. And he screams it at him right in his face. <laughs> so I heard the hunger pain, but I missed the part about tightening belts. Yeah. So all I got was him talking about piss and like, it looked like he was undoing his pants. And I'm like, what is going on right now? <laughs> oh God. I was just like, this is going places I don't want to go. <laughs> How did you miss the scene right before that where Grandpa Seth freezes time for 30 seconds and they're all sitting around the table, obviously moving, and then Joshua's only way he could stop them from eating the food is pissing all over it. How did you miss that scene? Oh, I saw that scene. I guess I didn't connect. Listen, I, they, this whole movie to me- It's a complex is just film. A, it's, it's, there's it's a lot a going on. It's a fever dream. It's a fever <laughs> dream. Horror hounds. Do you guys like horror music? I like horror music. Exilia likes horror music. We know Mike definitely loves horror music. So if you love horror music like we do, uh, join us on Spotify. Uh, we have a playlist up called the It Slays Podcast Horrific Playlist. We have some of our favorite tasty jams from some of our favorite horror movies. Uh, and we're always consistently adding to the list. And let us know. You can uh, email us or Facebook or Instagram us and let us know if there's anything we should add to the playlist. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> pro- I was going to say probably the time stopping is actually the most batshit crazy thing in this movie. I was just like, we're in a whole different movie. We're in like some Matrix spinoff or something. It, it it's hilarious. I, Matrix. I, I'd, I'd probably say the reveal of the double decker bologna sandwich right at the end of the movie as like the way to defeat the goblins is pretty hilarious too. And she's like, the cholesterol! Yeah. I was like, oh my god, fuck my life, this is amazing. Or maybe that the whole family just gets together and like, yeah, we're gonna hold a, a seance to bring <laughs> Grandpa Seth back and they just all like right away they're on board with it. Uh, in like a kids movie, or I guess maybe this isn't supposed to be a kids movie, but it feels like it a lot of the time. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, the the movie is just bonkers. It keeps going in weird directions the entire runtime, and I love it all the more for it. So are we going to silently agree that Troll 2 is possibly low-key one of the most political movies ever made are you talking about vegetarianism or yeah pretty much i was like yeah. is, i was is... gonna say the propaganda in this movie was like i think the mind-blowingly blatant i think the quote from like the director's wife is like 
a lot of my friends were becoming vegetarian at the time and that pissed me off so i wrote troll too it's like a Ah. really stupid line like that but yeah i mean that's literally what the movie's about right just as it went like i said not i didn't look anything up about the movie i wanted to go in fresh and like just as it went on i just i kept looking at exilia and i was just like is this really happening like is this really what this movie's about? Like, hundred percent, yeah. I'm like, this is amazing, and like all the all the comments throughout it about like humans they eat like hot dogs and mm-hmm. make well, their he, bodies. The Reverend's speech, where he just lists off like various meats for like a minute long, <laughs> saying it, and the whole congregation's like shaking and groaning at it. Oh my god! And he's like, it smells disgusting, and I was just sitting there thinking. That smells wonderful. <laughs> bacon <laughs> sizzling? Are you kidding me? Yeah. You could fry bacon on a fucking sidewalk and I'd eat it. <laughs> there is so many, uh, like, uh, the scene where, I can't remember his name, but one of the teenagers, like, goes to the market to buy food. and Are you talking about where he just winds up with milk? <laughs> the general store owner? Oh, the chunky milk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just milk. Uh, I enjoyed all the townspeople... I had two notes on it. My first note was, this really gives me uh, Let's Scare Jessica vibes. <gasps> yes, when they were all standing up outside. I literally had made a note about that when all the men were standing up outside the store. I was like, this is literally Let's Scare Jessica to death, except... Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> and two, I don't know, perhaps some sort of like... Uh, work for early release program for like pedophiles or something i didn't think you could get that many pedophiles in in poor joshua area yeah Um, there was a lot of thick mustaches a lot of big glasses yeah everyone everyone was going for that jeffrey dahmer the guy who did jeepers creepers jeepers creepers yeah yeah Um, the general store owner, it's funny that you mentioned like institutions and whatnot, the general store owner, um, he's actually like a patient at a local mental hospital, like at the time. And he does not remember filming the movie at all. Cause he was too high <gasps> the entire time. So like, oh if you God. see his like performance where his eyes are just really big and he's like crazy and like, seems like really disturbed. Like he was just going through some shit at the time. So he said he doesn't remember recording, like filming any of the movie. And when you watch his performance, it is just like crazy. Like, I don't know. He's great too. That is absolutely iconic. Yeah. <laughs> He's just completely blasted out of his mind. Yeah. I also like the fact that if I like muted the first part where you explained who that was, it could literally be a description of almost everybody. Anybody. (laughs) That's true too. You just have to guess who it is. Yeah. Because like him, oh, I already said the Reverend. The Reverend. The the mother in the movie is really like concerning to me the entire time too. Like her eyes and the way she just holds herself, she's she's very disturbing. And not just her bizarre haircut. No, yeah, not just that. It's like, that adds it's, to it. It's, but. it's oof, the like weird um, giant round helmet on the top. And then, you know, it just like goes down into like this long straight. I'm just like, what's going on on your head? Like what died on there? And why won't you give it a proper burial? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Please. No. <laughs> um, I, I looked up to mom and apparently also... Like many of these guys, only yeah. movie, she's done. Because I don't know if you guys kind of thought of it, but I was like, man, she, I mean, the timing wouldn't be right for how she looks. 
but I really thought she kind of gave off like young Francis Conroy vibes. I mean, she did kind of look like her, except Francis Conroy is a a good absolutely act. phenomenal actress. <laughs> and well, that woman is come on, Mar- alive. Margot she was alive Prey. The time. She's an amazing actress. What are you going on with? I think in uh, Best Worst Movie, they wind up visiting her because they kind of visit like all of the cast. Like it is a really good documentary to watch. Um, they visit her and I think she's just kind of like, you know, out of it now. Like she's just kind of diluted a little bit and she's talking about how she's going to get back into acting soon and stuff like that. It's, I don't know, it's kind of sad, but it's also like, oh, you weren't really acting in the movie. Like <laughs> that's just you. Maybe, maybe she was just, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people that were involved in this were probably going through things. Yeah. I, the dentist, <laughs> the dentist, like the father, he's just like genuinely like a nice guy. Like it seems like for a lot of the movie, I guess, but also like in the documentary, he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm a dentist and people stop by every now and then because they know me from Troll 2. But, you know, oh, I, wow. I go to a couple conventions every now and then. But yeah, he just seems like oh, a nice at least guy. He's like a good sport about it, right? Oh, it's... yeah, I know. He's he's all for it. He could do I, all I my have no work. time for people that do an awful movie that gets like a really big cult following and then don't want anything to do with it. I yeah, mean, it's like, like Cough Cough, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey in Texas Chainsaw Massacre of the Next Generation. Cough Cough. Yeah, there's it's also like, like take our faces off the pictures of, of the release. Like, okay, just get a grip and just have a sense of humor about yourself. I just watched a movie a couple weeks ago called uh, Urban Legend and it stars oh, yeah. Jared Leto and he won't acknowledge that he was in that movie at all fantastic film um, yeah it's pretty good we love that series okay i've only seen the first one and it was only a couple weeks ago but yeah i read um, at the time number that... three is negligible number two you definitely need to check out okay yeah urban, urban legend um, also Bloody Mary. I, like everybody in that is iconic we have like rebecca gayhart blah blah, blah. anyway i'm not going to get into it because we might end we're up. we're here to it, discuss because... troll two come on troll two <laughs> you know I, get, I will get sidetracked and just talk about all the wonderful icons in urban legends so moving on stay on top <laughs> moving on moving on the, the wonderful bod hair mother um yeah she's wonderful the sister can we talk about her perm i don't even can remember we, her we name talk about denise every... was it uh holly you... holly in the movie holly why holly, do i think it was yeah. denise she looks like a denise the perm makes her look like a denise <laughs> when <laughs> Like, I like that she's just, like, pumping iron for, like, an hour, I guess, in the beginning okay. of the movie. Just, like, every yes. time you cut to her, she's just pumping iron. And then when they And the com- mom comes in and, like, like she, like, chews out the, like, youngster, the, the young boy, and then walks in the room and, like, watches her daughter, like, you know, just, like, oof, like, misses from Nightmare on Elm Street 4, like, just totally, <laughs> like, going at it, right? And just, like, sweating in her, like, 80s outfit with her fucking giant perm. And then she just stands there and, like... Oh, like looks at her with like this love and adoration. Smiles, like, I'm yeah. so proud of you. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, like what is she even doing? Like she's just working out. Yeah, and in her bedroom, which is like hello. It also has the most cuts in like any part of the movie. It's like Liam Neeson jumping over the fence and taken. There's just like twenty different cuts. Like, here's Tom Cruise, here's Johnny Depp, here's a lion sitting on the bed, here's five different angles of her bench pressing. It's it's so weird. Well yeah. But I, I made a note about that and it was like uh, again, I thought it was going to be like, uh, you know, I kind of made the parallel with Nightmare on Elm Street 4 because everything reminds me of that. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, so she's going to end up like, it's going to be a callback and like her thing is going to be like, 
she's gonna turn into like this badass like superhero because she's like really strong and like mm-hmm. works out for like an hour and <laughs> at the beginning of the movie and it just like literally had nothing to do with her character for the rest of the movie. I like that you guys came to this movie and were expecting a movie, like something vaguely coherent. Like the fact that you're in here, like, oh yeah, I tried to figure out the plot. I'm like, dude, there's no plot at all. Grandpa Seth is a magician. I made five times more notes for this movie than I did for Der Bunker, which (laughs) as little plot as it had and as little as it made sense, it it was a movie and it had construct <laughs> construction to it. I had like four lines of notes for that, but this I filled up like a bajillion lines. And I, I'm like trying to figure it out. I was like, this is a puzzle, and I'm gonna put it together. <laughs> I literally just have two pages, and most of them are just quotes. I don't know. I could just I could just look down and see like anything. Right? It's just oh my god. I this I was my favorite one is Are you trying to turn me into a homo? I started writing an essay on that. I was like. <laughs> Okay, there's so much wrong with that. Let me start with, first of all, the (laughs) fact that, like, you having your, like, balls kicked in and not functional means you're a homo. And anyway, I was like, just... In this TED Talk, I will. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no. It's the most quotable movie of all time. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's the thing for me. It's just, like, that meme of... uh, I forget which kid it is, but he screams, Oh, my God! And then, like, the camera just, like, slowly zooms in on his face as he's screaming. They're they're eating you, and then they're going to eat me. Oh, my God. Just, like... (laughs) Oh, shit. It's, It's just so funny, like... I don't know, like, I, I have a just a random line written down that I would love to see you get sick. You ate too much. And it's just like Holly uh, saying to her brother in the car. It's just like, literally, to me, it's almost like every line of this movie is delivered in such a way that makes it funny. That, like, I can't do it justice here on the podcast, but it's, like, hilarious when I'm watching it. So, yeah. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, speaking of food... Uh, can we talk about that sandwich the cop gives the kid? Oh, my God. Just everything in this movie is just slathered with green icing for no reason. Oh, my God, yes. I'm like, so I love when they're sitting down in that family's house for their first meal. Yeah. And, of course, there's all the, like, weird green shit. And they've got the jug of, like, drink. Mm-hmm. And what there's a couple. One of them is, like, red. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's Kool-Aid or something. Because, you know, it was, like what 1990 or whatever yeah and then the other one is green and i'm like you're just drinking this fucking giant jug of green liquid i looked at it and i went like is this creme de menthe are they all getting blasted <laughs> at like three o'clock in the afternoon on creme de menthe and i just thought of like the episode of Mad Men where pr- they fill a whole <laughs> um water cooler with creme de menthe and just drink out of it and i'm like is this family just drinking creme de menthe and are they putting creme de menthe in all their food and that's why it's green and that's why nobody questions that they're eating all this green food because they're all fucking hammered honestly the movie would make a lot more sense if that was the explanation that they all just got drugged (laughs) that's my theory they're all blasted (laughs) they put creme de menthe in everything and it stains everything green and there we go they just add gelatin to it and then make sandwiches out of it i just i really thought i'm like hey I definitely wouldn't get in this weird cop's car. But if he oh hands me God. a sandwich with uh, green goo in a sandwich, like, just as... Yeah, I was like, he doesn't even ask what it is. No. He's just like, like, oh, yeah, sure. I won't, no offense, I won't take a sandwich from someone I do know. I certainly <laughs> won't take a sandwich from someone I don't know. 
And I certainly am not going to take a dripping green sandwich that looks like literally a mold sandwich from some random fucking cop out in like hoo-ha nowhere USA. Like, yeah, like the, and like the sketchiest, like gre- <laughs> like grossest, like sweatiest cop too. <laughs> like yeah, Exilia was convinced that it was a pistachio pudding. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was too. Like all the time throughout the movie, and there's one part where they're like, "Drink it, drink it up," and it's supposed to be like some sort of concoction. It is just pudding. <laughs> they're like slathering it all over the kid's face. Uh, yeah, it's just got this weird, like thick. Yeah. Like viscous consistency, and it's like, ugh. I mean, pistachio like pudding is great, you know? but oh yeah, pistachio anything is great. Yeah, I mean, we should definitely probably talk about where all the money went, which was like, uh, I just dubbed him as Plant Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that was impressive. Arnold, I think it might be the kid's name, but Arnold. yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just like one of those kids. Yeah, I can't even remember the main characters' names. This think- was uh. Where all the money for the special effects must have went. Yeah, that scene and the one where Joshua in the car like turns into the plant a little bit too, and like the hands oh, start yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. of his uh, like midsection and that whatnot. like kind of dream sequence. Yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two sequences is where all the budget went to for sure. I was like, I was totally on board uh, when I just called him Glasses Kid. Yeah, uh, was turning into a plant pretty much until we see his face, and then we get the. <laughs> The worst just, like, mask ever. Yeah, so apparently, if I'm remembering this correctly, it took a really long time to get the prosthetics on him and, like, get him set up. And he was just standing there in this pot for, like, hours. So apparently he was doing so much, like, bitching and moaning about it. They put a facial prosthetic on him afterwards to shut him up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Brilliant. I... I'd expect nothing less from this movie. Oh, so. yeah. yeah. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Well done, y'all. Well done. Mr. Mr. Drake, Drake Floyd whatever, knows what yeah. he's doing. <laughs> but yeah, and I mean, I definitely want to talk about the goblins. <laughs> the goblins were epic. I, I enjoy, A, that most of the time we can just see the actors, like, eye, full eyes behind oh, yeah. the mask. Yeah. Because they just kind of gave up once they got to the eyes. They're just like, ah, yeah, just leave it. Or how they're just all wearing, like, it looks like potato sacks with, like, pillows in to give them, like, little bellies as they run. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's so many great scenes with the goblin, especially, uh towards you know our, our third act our climax yeah. where they just started booting them down the fucking stairwell <laughs> yeah and, or and gra- it was like <laughs> grandpa seth comes out with the axe and just cuts his hand off like oh my god well like, i they- looked away for a second and i was like I, I i got a text message or something so i just looked down at my phone yeah and then i heard her scream and looked up and i was like where the fuck is her hand and then i see the axe and i'm like oh okay <laughs> Jesus, like, you wouldn't think that this movie is so jam-packed with, like, It's very important. That, like, looking away I would totally, like, throw me There's off. There's detail in every frame. You can't look away for a second. I Like, I'm just imagining in my head, like, you guys watching this movie think it's a serious movie. And you're watching the intro of the goblins running <laughs> through the forest with, like, the music on in the background. You're both just there sitting there, like, stoic, like, stone face, just watching this, like, prestigious yeah. horror movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, this is the kind of film that the witch and stuff wishes it was. Oh, my God. Com- 
that, that's why I had to pick it. I was like, I was like, what? I was on for the witch, like for my own choices. Like the witch in the lighthouse is like, nah, troll two. That's that's my first real pick. It, and what a pick it was. Like I said, when he booted the first time, he booted him downstairs, and his entire body it's, just collapsed because it was obviously just like a pillow inside yeah. of a sack. Oh. I was just like, this is this is why people go to the movies. This is movie magic. One, one of them gets like stuck in the doorway because they used like a similar shot of the goblins falling down the stairs like two or three times. And one of them <laughs> just gets stuck in the doorway awkwardly. goes, ah, as well. Like, <laughs> or like they're on the second floor of the house, but somehow a goblin jumps like at them from above, like above the frame at one point. It's just like, where did he come from? Oh, man. When he jumps on the dad, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept, th- I kept thinking, plus, I was like, wouldn't they see him? Because, like, you can see the ceiling. Because he jumps from, like, the stairwell ceiling. And yeah. it's pretty much up to the dad's head. So, like, oh, yeah. his head would have just brushed against this goblin goblin's <laughs> body. I like how I have to stop myself because I keep wanting to say troll's body. But yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, no, it's it's not uh, trolls. Listen, I'm gonna keep saying trolls because if that's the title of the movie, as as troll, that's my vocabulary. As troll two virgins was Nilbog a reveal for you guys? What is this? <laughs> Nilbog okay, is goblin spelled no, backwards. I I will say, in a way, it was because when they were saying it, I couldn't figure out what word they were using because it just sounded like someone was like like having a stroke yeah or like talking back you know what i mean so like to me i couldn't understand it was just like uh, like word salad yeah when they were saying it for most of the movie and then they like showed a sign or something yeah in the mirror screen and i was like Oh, okay. I didn't even know what the name of the town was. I, they, they were just like, it's, you know, rah, rah, rah. It, to me, it sounded like the, the Charlie Brown teacher or something, you know? It was gotcha. Just, yeah. Like, but if, if I, had, if at the beginning they had shown like, you know, the actual word, I might've been able to figure it out, but I was just like, oh, I didn't know what they were saying, but now it makes sense that it was Nilbog and that's, yeah. Oh, it's so it's funny. Like, like it, it takes like 40 to 50 minutes before they do that reveal in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, last night when I was watching it with a couple of guys, like a couple of them haven't seen it before, but they did like the Wikipedia like plot real quick. They were like, wait, the town is called Nilbog? That's just Goblin Backwards. It's so stupid. I was like, dude, you're spoiling the movie. You can't say that. <laughs> spoiler like, alert. Yeah, geez. He didn't believe me. It was a spoiler until like 40 to 50 minutes into the movie where there's this grand reveal, right? so i uh i also didn't uh i didn't until they until they revealed it it. revealed it i i didn't i was just like what a stupid name for a town (laughs) who came up with this stupid name you didn't know and and you didn't care (laughs) and then they revealed it and i was just like of course of course it would be goblin backwards i'd expect nothing less from anything that drake floyd ever does of course. Which, I mean, we're definitely going to have to dedicate, like, a whole year just to his films. Well, don't they do, I like, feel. Hooptober each year? We'll, we'll figure out which which month makes the sense. Maybe Fragasso Wary or something. We'll just watch all of his movies in February. I don't know. Oh, my God. But, I, uh, I'm sure they'll probably be end my life. Yeah. <laughs> Did we want to talk about, is this movie unsettling? 
which I love to ask. No. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to say it's scary, but like this, like, I think even if I watched this as a kid, I would have like cracked up for the most part. Like, there are a couple of scenes, sure, where like someone melts away or they're like, I don't know, at the end where he looks at yeah, his like mom. Yeah, like the they're eating the mom. Yeah. yeah. That was, and that her was breast is like, like oh, okay. prominently placed in the in the shot, too. That is I like, know. I was like looking at it and I'm like, is that a nipple? Yeah. Because yeah, it, like, I, I wrote like, Edible moment. Um, not edible. Ed, eatable moment <laughs> gotcha, in my notebook gotcha. during that whole. I was like, he's just running in the shower, and I was like, oh, even if I thought she was dead, I don't think at that age I would have ran in the shower. <laughs> no, like I don't know. I've watched this with people that don't watch horror movies whatsoever, and they're just like cackling. Of course, it's prefaced with this is a terrible movie. Like it's really funny, so yeah. they're in the right mindset. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like, hey, this is The Exorcist or something, you know? But yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I mean, let's not. The Exorcist would never reach this kind of height. <laughs> so are we comfortable landing the plane on Troll 2 and getting into a rating? Or did we have some more to talk about? Or? I just wanted to say one thing. Because you know I was obsessed with not only the dance scene, but with Jackie's... What's her name? I don't fucking know. Holly. Denise. Holly. Holly, yes. Why do I... <laughs> <laughs> anyway... The sister whose name is literally, even though I was obsessed with her nebulous in my mind and like just yeah. in the ether, um, with her dance scene and very much in particular with her Garfield shirt? horoscope Night- shirt. Yeah, whatever it and was. And my, my note about that, and it wasn't, I didn't write it at the time, but like a couple minutes later while I was watching it and, you know, I was like thinking about her character and stuff. My one note was, of course she's an Aries. <laughs> They had her as an Aries, and then I was like, she is a total fucking Aries. So this is the one moment in this movie when they probably just bought whatever Garfield shirt they had at Goodwill in that little town. Oh, 100%. And and, and use it, or or potentially they're just like, bring your own pajamas and clothes, because that's what the wardrobe of this movie. Yeah, that, and that's she, fair, too. But I was just like, whatever, you know what, this bitch was a total Aries, so I, I, I really loved that. I loved the, um, you know astrological representation real quick can we talk about how the dads like literally never has like the five or six buttons on his front like undone like they're always just bare chest hanging out the entire movie the dad was epic and yeah. like i said i, I need my, all my first note was is this him. matthew modine i thought it was matthew modine for like 10 minutes I was like, how did I never hear of this movie? Yeah, the the other, it's like... like low-rent, middle-America dentist version of Matthew Modine. Who oh, 100%. The top five, yeah. The the other one little note I want to mention is just when uh, Joshua's up above with this uh, skateboard precariously placed on the plank of wood, and he's looking down at the reverend, and he, like, the skateboard slides down, and the reverend's hand shoots up from, like way down below and oh grabs god, joshua yes. by the face yeah. and pulls him down oh my god but like I even though he's it. in the ceiling like it's like yeah. how goddamn long is your arm i know it's such a good shot but yeah i know we could, yeah. we could rate it <laughs> yeah yeah all right well we'll uh we'll get into rating it uh if you are new to the program as always we'll explain our ratings are nay okay yay and slay i think for this one uh the cutoff, you can only rate it yay or slay, I think. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm going to check the rule book. Uh, like like anybody's going to rate it anything other than that. 
Uh, so I figure we have to start out by uh, bringing in our special guest correspondent, Exilia, making the guest appearance. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Hello. <laughs> she is Rowan's here. forcing me to give it a rating. I did watch bits and pieces of it. <laughs> Interesting uh, movie. Honestly, this is probably one of the only movies where you could get away with making a judgment on it based on watching a few pieces. minutes here and a few minutes yeah. there. <laughs> well, at the at the start of it, I was like, he fucking talks so much shit about Leprechaun and he's making you watch this movie? This is like the lowest budget vegetarian Leprechaun in the world. Oh, it's so bad, right? <laughs> vegetarian Leprechaun. <laughs> Period, yeah. That's, That's going to be the name of my autobiography. Time. Yeah. Can, gonna... can can we like can you go into Letterboxd and change the bio of a movie? Let's do that. <laughs> Please. Can we all go in and use our Letterboxd to like collectively just call it Vegetarian Leprechaun? They got five or oh, six. That'll be sentences. my first review. I've never done a review. That's what I'm yep. gonna do. There you go. Right there. Yeah, we can just add yep. an extra one. Um I'm definitely giving it a sleigh for the use of pistachio pudding. Yes. And um <laughs> also not realizing that eggs are vegan or eggs are vegetarian sorry mm. <laughs> they couldn't eat eggs because they were vegetarian oh so strange i so wrote strange. that i wrote that and milk i was like they're drinking milk well, and i'm yeah. like is that's an animal byproduct yeah like, i i guess the thing well, is is like just vegetarian yeah they're only vegetarian but they drink milk but then they say they don't eat eggs and it's just <laughs> It just doesn't, yeah, think, they don't understand yeah. what being vegetarian is. I know. I was like looking at this and going, none of this makes sense. Yeah. What was the year this came out? 1990. 1990. 1990. Maybe there was no like, I don't know, veganism and vegetarianism weren't hot on the. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> on the stage. But yeah, no, definitely a sleigh for sure. Excellent. Uh, so the first sleigh in, uh, let's go to Mike. The first of four. <laughs> Well, um, I'm gonna fall off, I'm gonna topple over the sleigh into a firm, horsey neigh. Oh my god. Alright, this is my last episode, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I, I will say, I'm gonna give it a neigh, because it's definitely one of the worst slogs I've ever had to get through 93 oh, or whatever minutes of a movie ever. But... Do I thoroughly appreciate you for having me watch it? Absolutely. <laughs> I I I know I truly am glad I watched it even though I did not Okay, okay, here's the thing. So my problem was that it would have been it would have been a sleigh if there had been more of the like serve moments of like credence and like the sister dancing and stuff. But there was just too much like too many, goblins. too many goblins. Too many goblins. Too many goblins. There was too much... Okay. There was too much heterosexual nonsense. <laughs> I think that this could have been a camp classic, but it wasn't. So, therefore, it gets bumped down to an A. But I'm very glad I watched it, and I thank you for having me watch it. For and shame. I, I, for shame. I, I, do, I do not... <laughs> I wouldn't trade... Like, I'm really glad I watched it. And you know what? I might even say to somebody at some point, like... You want to see a really bad movie? Like, let's have a few drinks and watch Yeah, this. if you have a few drinks or, you know, you're under the influence of something else and you watch this with yeah, a couple of I, friends. Exactly. Like, yeah. And I think that the, that, that, that would have um, had an impact on my enjoyment of it. But I was just sitting 
it was after I'd worked at five o'clock in the morning all day. And, yeah. you know, I was just sitting down, like, having a snack and watching it in the afternoon. And it just, it, it wasn't the, it wasn't that the right um, context. The right of course. Yeah. To watch it. For sure. I hope you weren't eating like a pepperoni or bologna sandwich or whatever that was. No, but I will tell you this. Um, fun fact. <laughs> after I finished watching this and I went to pick up my alcohol for the night, um, I literally was not going to buy any groceries or anything because, you know, uh, for anybody, like, I don't know if they have these everywhere, but obviously here they have, you know, the combination like liquor stores and grocery uh, store. Yeah. Grocery store in the same building. So I was just going to go pick up some wine and I got there and I was about to walk in and I said, no, I'm going to go in the grocery store. And I literally bought a thing of pepperoni (laughs) just so I could eat it. I was like, fuck you. I could think of her going the cholesterol. And I'm like, fuck you, bitch. (laughs) Fuck you, (laughs) Greens. And I came home and just like ate all this pepperoni, just like excellent <laughs> as a just like middle it. finger to the yeah exactly yeah. So also, Mike, I think we need to create our own coded language. So when something is heterosexual nonsense, what we say is it's too many goblins, not enough trolls. Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, my yeah. God, that one's the going in the lexicon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Colton. Yeah, like this. You brought this to the table. Yeah, come on. How do like, you feel about it? The way this movie is made in every aspect of filmmaking, writing, acting, it's all terrible. Like it's awful. But it, it kind of winds up being like, what do you go to the movies for? Or what do you see movies for? And the thing is, is yeah. like this movie. Every single time I've ever watched it, it's entertaining. I watched like twenty to thirty minutes of it by myself last night before, like I got a couple of friends in Discord to watch it. And it was still entertaining. So I don't know. This is an obvious slave for me. I've seen it literally probably about a dozen times. <laughs> and it's always with a couple of friends. And we're always dying laughing for like 90 minutes straight. If I watched it by myself for the first time thinking it was a real horror movie. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't love it so much. Yeah. But, see, but the fact that like, it's the context. Yeah. Yeah. It's the context <laughs> that matters here. And I just think it's so entertaining. Like I it just cracks me up. So, yeah, it's an absolute slay for me. I do see, and it's it, to me. It's similar to like when we were talking about *Malignant* in that way. Like, I know it's an objectively bad movie. I can't wait to watch it with other Friends. people while having yeah. a drink. You know what I mean? Like, and it's 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 one of those that's best enjoyed in a group. <laughs> yeah, it's just every aspect of filmmaking, absolute nay, like the harshest nay you could probably get. But mm. it's just everything else is so damn entertaining for me that it winds yeah. up being kind of like a cult classic, like something like *The Room* or whatever for me. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I, uh, now I'm just assuming that Exili was a co-conspirator to just get Colton on the off, podcast yeah. to, uh, <laughs> just crash this whole podcast credibility. <laughs> so that leaves me, I'm going to give it an okay, an okay. Oh my God. I'll give God. it an okay. Oh, ruining the sleigh. Ruining yeah. The sleigh. So a, a nay, an okay, and two sleighs. I, I'm going to give it an okay. I mean, obviously... Obviously, you know, all jokes aside, this movie's trash, but it, 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 it's a but good... we know kind, this. We know this, yeah. It's a good kind of trash. Like you said, like, to me, this Fun might... Trash. This might be the ultimate, like, get drunk and watch a horror movie with friends 100%, movie. Like, yeah. I guarantee you within the next year, I will see this at least two or three other times. Like, I really had fun with it. 
So here's it, my it, question, though: Do you have the Blu-ray ordered yet? Well, I uh, I brought up to. Is there a Blu-ray? <laughs> there they is. Can yeah. See all the like horrible. So there, there yeah, there, there's like a, <laughs> there's a there's just a cheap Blu-ray for it. And I was saying before uh, before we started recording that Scream Factory put out a double a Troll One Troll Two, but it's out of print. Sadly. Yeah. So it's if priceless. I ever see that, you just can't. You just yeah. can't get it. <laughs> oh wait, I knew there was a Blu-ray because you posted that in our yeah, chat. In the yeah, chat, so. yeah, yeah. But I mean, to me, it's almost offensive to have it with something inferior like what is probably Troll One. Oh, I've yeah. never seen it. No, it, it doesn't it, hold a candle. I can tell you, I haven't seen it, but I know, I know deep down. I I might hold off though. I'll probably wait for like the 4K special edition. Oh my god. Uh, 4k uhd yeah okay <laughs> it'll it'll come like in a hundred dollar box set or something you'll see you'll, the like way the foundation on all their faces like ends like two centimeters before their hairline and if it came with that <laughs> yeah. one mask of the troll with the big eyes and was like 200 bucks i'd buy that in a heartbeat for sure a, a Ooh, i'd buy it if it came with the the mask they put on the actor's face oh yeah the, yeah the the dude. yeah that's yeah. that's a serve that that was my <laughs> probably one of my favorite like aesthetic moments i Other did than love the perm that. and all that yeah <laughs> just a reminder to follow us on all of our social media at it slays podcast we're on twitter facebook instagram soon to be on tumblr uh, of course, we're on Spotify and iTunes, and if you're adding us on iTunes, don't forget to leave us an iTunes review. Uh, it doesn't even need to be five star. We appreciate five star, but uh, the most important part is we want to hear from you. So uh, write us a text review in the iTunes app, and we will make sure to give you a shout out on the podcast. Uh, every review helps as it bumps us up in the search engine, and, you know, that's what it's all about. Back to the podcast. I guess it's time to get into the budget game. Uh, so the budget game, <laughs> I know how much it cost and how much it made, and then these guys are going to guess and uh, see if they can, you know... Figure this one out. I'll, I'll let you know right now. There, there's a zero dollar figure on what it made because I can't find it anywhere. Okay, okay. But I do have how much it cost. So uh, I am interested to get a guess at this. Uh, and we'll start with Colton. Man, I don't even know. Uh, I <laughs> Like 20 grand? I'm not sure. <laughs> like I don't know. Grand. I'm thinking like just to get all these different troll masks made would take a bit of money. And I guess there's some effects with blood and shit. I don't I don't know. It's literally like I'm just pulling a figure out of my ass. I have no clue. How about you, Mike? I'm going to say $1, Bob. No, I'm kidding. That's a good guess. <laughs> Although, frankly, I, I if we're doing the prices right rules, whereas like closest without going over, yeah. but, uh, honestly, I'm going to say $1. But like realistically, I'm like, uh like seven thousand bucks all right <laughs> at most <laughs> seven thousand well, i mean colton's the closest uh so it's but did he go over no oh jeez. Yeah. all right okay okay estimated cost of sixty five thousand dollars holy shit Oh my god! Again, where did that go? And this guy, uh, you is know. there a Getty? Like, what's the Getty Images version of music? Because I don't feel like somebody <laughs> did the music. I feel like they rated like free music library 
that existed in 1990. Like, right now you could just go on and be like, you know, public domain music on Spotify or whatever. Like, because, like, there was, like, the music in this was just, like, literally had nothing to do with the movie. It was not, like, synced up to, like, the scenes at all. I was like, they literally just took this off of some cassette and put it in the movie. Like, I, I disagree. That opening song, that's a bop. That should be on the It Slays playlist. <laughs> if it's on Spotify, I'm going to take a look. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, get on it, please. Yeah. We got to have it. And I mean, this guy definitely, uh, definitely has me wanting to check out, you know, some of his other films. I saw he did Beyond Darkness, which uh, Scream Factory actually put out. Uh, that is a Italian. They're all. I mean, they're all Italian. Yeah. He's Italian, but it was promoted as Evil Dead Five, I think. Oh my god! All right. And like I said, he had one called Night Killer mm-hmm. that was promoted as Texas Chainsaw Massacre Three. Uh, he had one called Robo War that it's like a sci-fi horror, and I think it's supposed to be like RoboCop, but the guy's literally just wearing like a medieval knight suit oh shit all right uh very yeah so give me some ideas for upcoming picks good nice yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) listen don't encourage him (laughs) just don't give it to him well i mean i guess all that leaves is for us to announce our next film which i mean we're gonna be right back in your ear we're kind of every week this month we're releasing something if you guys could see the panic in Mike's eyes over how much sleep he's going to lose because he has to record all these episodes. I'm working weird hours now, man. It's it's rough. I was going to say, I don't I'll know do if that it. was panic or just like spiraling into depression. Like, oh, my God, <laughs> do this again. Just just getting out of that depressive spiral and getting sucked right back down. Yeah. So it will be a little bit different. So next up, we have Exilia's pick for the month which is The Ring, uh, and it's the American release one. Uh, We're not ready. We're not ready to uh, dip our toes into the original yet. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that, but I don't think there's quite as many goblins in that one. Unfortunately, I don't think (laughs) so. I'm expecting a lower rating on that (laughs) for sure. Um, Uh, But I just make our new, um, like, rating rubric... (laughs) how many goblins are in it like (laughs) that that'll be how i review movies this movie only had two goblins (laughs) there was one goblin in the background on someone's shirt (laughs) one star yeah one one star so yeah i think that's everything for this episode uh as you're listening to this you will notice that uh we have also launched our lovely new logo by dino mike and uh, you'll be able to get shirts uh, with that logo on it and Redbubble. So wherever you're listening to this, the link is in the description to buy all that cool stuff. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, I think that is everything for this week. I am your humble host, Rowan. Bye, it's Mike. And bye, it's Colton. See you later. We're going to expand our weekly video segment to take you into the back shelves of your local video store. Back where it says horror videos and where kids are devouring some awful films that we call the video nasties. Are you freebasing? Inquiring minds want to know. I have to break free from this culture of mechanical reproductions and the thick encrustations dying on the surface. Fuck the prime time, bitch! 
sights to show you. I've got to return some videotapes.